0: He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. It's my pleasure to welcome the great Lisa Lampanelli, courtesy of Time Out Bar and Arcade, downtown Ames, the next level of arcade. It's an honor to have you on the show, Lisa. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story. Problem. Lisa Lampanelli's losing it coming to the Des Moines Civic Center's Temple Theater tomorrow through the 23rd. I've heard this production described as uplifting, motivational, and inspirational, just to name a few. Quite a departure from your reputation as the Queen of Mean.
1: Well, what they forgot to mention is there's probably a laugh every 20 seconds, because that's the problem, I think, with a lot of these shows that are inspiring, is they forget that what made audiences like you in the first place was the sense of humor. So, yeah, the show's really funny, I'm super proud of it, because I so far in my life hadn't been able to combine both humor and something that helps people so i think that really is what uh it's finally reached that goal
0: i don't know what's more appropriate whether you've given me some of my big the biggest stomach aches of my life or the best ab workouts i'm not sure which
1: Hey, I'll give you both. It's fine with me. Whatever I can do for people, I'm a giver. What can I tell you?
0: In your words, you're tricking people into liking themselves with your message. I love the way you put that. Sad but true, that's kind of how to get it done in this day and age of social media and getting bombarded with people and their constant need to keep up with the Joneses, don't you think?
1: I totally agree. And sometimes you just have to have a message that's hidden enough where people go, oh, I walked out of there and like you said, my stomach hurts from laughing or I smiled from ear to ear the whole time. But now I kind of like look in the mirror and I don't hate what I see as much or I can, you know, work on myself a little bit more and not have a big, uh, you know, cloud over my head. So I found uh, last week we did the show in uh, Phoenix, three of the shows. And I was like, man, like people were walking out. there so happy. But like we got so much feedback that they were very inspired. So I said, all right? You know what? Um, whatever my job is, whatever level people get the show on, I'm happy to do it for them.
0: Retiring from stand-up comedy when it's been at the center of your entire universe for so long, for most people, stepping away from that sort of routine and switching gears, as you've done, is a pretty scary proposition.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I wasn't scared at all because my feeling is, you know, I think it was my age, too in that I know now to pay attention to what doesn't feel great anymore. So instead of staying in a bad relationship, say for 10 years, it'd be five instead of sticking with a career that I wasn't getting joy from anymore. I, it wasn't hard to leave because I didn't hate it. And I think that's the whole goal is leaving things before you resent them or hate them. Mm. You kind of go, wow, it's not kind of bringing the joy to me that it used to. So I want to kind of change it up a little bit. And this, like I said, Thank God it helps me combine both the humor and some meaning, and I feel like, uh, wow, this was not a difficult transition. I'm more shocked than anyone else that it hasn't been hard.
0: But that said, I mean, you've got to miss it to some extent, I imagine.
1: I don't. There's not one second I miss, literally, because think about it. I'm doing storytelling still, which is standing up telling stories. Um, It's still funny. So what's there to miss other than the fact that the constant travel and hating my life every second of the day?
0: A special Monday edition of the Hall Pass today with the great Lisa Lampanelli, who's losing it tomorrow through the 23rd at the des moines civic center's temple theater combining a message of hope inspiration and motivation with her own unique brand of side-splitting comedy based largely on her own struggles with weight and body image and you're not up there alone lisa you share the stage with others that tell their own stories
1: yeah which is the greatest thing too because you're talking about being able to travel with three other actors people who get you who have the same sense of humor who are really funny and personable and fun to be with so yeah it's a cast of actors two of whom were in my play uh that this is based on I did an off-broadway play called stuff that this show is based on and um then one of my other good friends is in it and I'm like wow to actually have that support on stage is really nice even though we all tell our individual stories we are kind of in it together which is really a difference from stand-up because stand-up as you could probably guess, could be a really lonely place to live.
0: Yes, for sure. In Losing It, you spend a lot of time on fitness and body image, something you've been incredibly open and honest about in terms of your own struggles. You know what bothered me for the longest time, Lisa, if I could just be honest for a second? There's a real stigma for us guys that have been through or are currently dealing with similar issues. We don't tend to talk about these things, and that's a real problem, I think. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, my God. I'm so happy you said that because... I noticed in the audience there was at least 50% men in the audience. And I'm like, wow, men do struggle with food and body image. It is the world is hard on everybody on how we look, not just women. And, yes, women, unfortunately, don't have as much supposed privilege as men do. I get it. Mm -hmm. But that's why I put a guy in the cast, because I have a very masculine guy. He's, He's gay, but he's super masculine. So he's always felt that need to be buff and in shape that men just, get from early on you know if you're a little skinny guy uh, you know growing up years ago uh, or, or kind of a chubby guy people the world was hard on you so the fact is men suffer from this women suffer from it and i go he, hey whoever needs to hear this message that you could like yourself or you know flaws and all that's fine with me
0: a little something for everyone like many i was blown away when i watched your special back to the drawing board a few years ago and saw your physical transformation with my own two eyes did having the bariatric surgery inspire this new path you've taken in your career or did choosing the path inspire the decision to have the surgery and change your lifestyle?
1: That's a great point. I started uh, writing the Broadway show, the off-Broadway show when it, uh, before I even started working on my food stuff, my meal, you know, the bariatric stuff. Um, and after about three years of writing, I was like, I think I want to get that surgery because I'm very depressed by what I see in the mirror and I couldn't see any way around it. It wasn't, like nowadays where people can work on their, you know, body acceptance. I mean, back when I was growing up, you were either thin or nothing. So I got the surgery, and it's inspired me to keep going and telling people don't give up, don't give up. And while surgery is a really extreme not answer for a lot of people, I hope that when they see the show they can say, hey, you know what? She did that. I can do whatever I can do to work on my stuff, whether it's just accepting myself the way I am working on my health, helping myself, or just kind of going, hey, I'm not ready to deal with that, and it's okay.
0: You know, many of myself included, Lisa, became fans of you after appearances in several celebrity roasts, and I personally got on board after seeing you hold your own standing next to the, uh, well, let's call him notoriously difficult Chevy Chase back in 2002. Yeah. I- yeah. Incredible how much changes in 18 years. If Lisa Lampanelli circa 2002 ran into present-day Lisa Lampanelli, how do you suppose that conversation would go?
1: Boy, I wish it would be woke enough to be like, you don't have to be loud and crazy and insulting to get attention. You're going to be fine, even if you don't get famous. You don't have to create such a broad character. Um, but then again, I wouldn't be where I am now, so I'd probably say, "Ah, just keep on the path. The <laughs> universe will give you what it's supposed to, and I'm kind of glad you gave it to Chevy Chase, because he's not a nice guy. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> Wrapping up today's edition of the Hall Pass with a comedic great who's in town tomorrow, Lisa Lampanelli's losing it at the Des Moines Civic Center's Temple Theater. 21 shows in total between Tuesday and February 23rd, which is your last show here. That's a lot of time to get cozy with Des Moines, Iowa.
1: No kidding. I'm, like, dying over here because I know for a fact Des Moines is a cool city. I've done comedy there. So I know it's, you know, people are so dumb when they live in New York or L.A. They're always like, oh, the Midwest, it's just the Midwest. I'm like, no, there are a lot of very nice, small cities. So I'm psyched because you guys got a mall. You got dance studios and I'm into ballroom dancing now. Our hotel has a gym. Great restaurants. I'm like excited. It's crazy. But like, I have never been away this long. I've never done a three week run anywhere. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm shocked. I would tell you if I was dreading it because I tell the truth. But I'm looking at my calendar going, this is pretty cool. We get to sit down somewhere in a theater that's really well respected and really do a show that has a lot of uh, meaning for me. So I think it's going to be great. I'm excited.
0: Are you spontaneous when it comes to keeping yourself entertained when you're not performing and in a city like ours? Or have you taken notes over time and revisit places you might have enjoyed in past visits?
1: Well, in the past, it's interesting because I played theater. So you just fly in, see the hotel, the airport, the theater, and go home again. So I never spent a second of time in any of the places I played. So... It's kind of like me being there the first time, but I do remember it's a cool city. So I go, okay, I'm going to look up what Des Moines is famous for and I'm going to go to every single one of those places because I don't have any excuse now. So anyone who has any recommendations, Please DM me on my Instagram, Lisa Lampinelli, and send me what I have to see in Des Moines because I really, why not? What else do I have to do all day? Wow. I'm going to be just sitting around all the time.
0: Careful what you wish for. Des Moines is going to bombard you with messages uh-huh. now. Good, good. <laughs> good. Look forward to seeing the show, Lisa. Lisa Lampinelli is losing it. Temple Theater at the Des Moines Civic Center. A total of 21 performances with more details and tickets available either at dmpa.org or Lisa's website. You can buy there too at Lisa Lampinelli.com. Dot com right
1: yes thank you so much this has been a blast and dude i can't wait to see you all next week
0: lisa i've enjoyed this a, a whole hell of a lot and i hope to have you back again soon and i hope i run into you when you're in town
1: oh without a doubt thanks a million man